Hey guys, this is MWUSA. This is episode 52, and I'd like to discuss uh, a little bit about uh, what we do and how we get started, and then we start getting good at it, and uh, then people start wanting our information. They want all our shortcuts. You know, when we first get started in this business, and it is a business because it's investing, we are just begging someone to give us a little bit of information to get started. We watch videos, at least in my case. I'll talk about, in my case, what happened with me. I watched every video I could get my hands on repeatedly, nonstop. I got a deck of cards and I looked at it nonstop, counting, 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 repeatedly, dozens of times a day. Not five times, not ten times. I'm talking about 50 times a day. Anytime I sat down and I had 30 seconds, I would be counting my cards, I would be looking at my charts. I would be looking at videos, I would be reviewing things, um, I would be messing around with the cards, trying different things, different ideas, learning how to cut the cards, learning how to keep track of how many cards it was. So lots of times we're getting started, we're busting our ass to do this stuff, and we're begging for just a little bit of information. We're not asking for anything proprietary or anything like that, we're just asking for one place where information is gathered so that we can get an idea of what we're doing so that we can work hard and we can make something of ourselves and after a few months we're so thankful that we're able to do it and go out and make money then we start going through the emotional ups and downs of winning and losing and being kicked out and being talked to uh, by pit, the pit or by dealers and being suspected and all these different things and most people quit most people quit because their bankrolls the wrong size most people quit because they can't take the heat. Most people quit because they can't take the ups and downs. And eventually, we're down to only a few percent of people who are doing it seriously and working hard and are able to make a living at it. <clears throat> I would say it's way less than a few percent. I'd say maybe a few tenths of one percent. So to the few tenths of one percent who are listening right now, you're one of a thousand or one of 500 people who survived all this and got through it all and then you want to go to your friends and help them do it because you care about them and all they do is they put you down and tell you that you're in a cult or um, you're just a gambler or you've got problems or something like that and it's depressing it's tough because you don't have any friends because the only people are friends with you are people who realize that you have money now and they want to sponge off you or they want free information and having this discussion and having forums for us to go back and forth and to help each other out are very important but there's a limit to what we can do to helping each other out and I hate to be the guy on the other side now but all of a sudden I am I've always been about open information and helping people out but the fact of the matter is the way that things have been done in this industry in this job for so long are the right way and that is that you need to figure things out for yourself we'll give you a hand up but we're not just going to hand you information so and the reason I say this is because recently people have been wanting full information about what we do and the things that we do, the slot machines, sports, all these other things, 
they want us to hand them full information on a silver platter so they can go out and just start making money without doing the background work, without learning how to do the calculations. And first of all, you're going to make money, but eventually things are going to change and you're not going to know how to take advantage of them once they change because you didn't do the work yourself. But secondly, I went out there and I worked hard and I got this information and I share this information with people who share information with me and we have a tight-knit group of under 10, 12 people probably and we share this information and then you come in and you want us to just hand you everything and I'm sorry but you need to do the work yourself. What I'll tell you though is go out and open your eyes, calm down, take a slow walk around the casino, look at things, look at how they deal, look at procedures, think like someone who is an AP and figure out for yourself how to take advantage of those procedures. I'm not telling you to do anything illegal. I'm not telling you to do anything underhanded. I'm telling you to take advantage of what's already out, out there, what's already available to everyone, and make it work for yourself. If you notice that you can cut the cards in a certain way in order to make the dealer give you a thin penetration, then do that. You're not doing anything illegal or wrong, and using social engineering is not illegal or wrong. But what I'm saying is you got to do the work for yourself, and when it comes to machines, I can't just hand you the name of a machine and when to get in and how to play it and what numbers to look for and when it's profitable and when it's not. You need to do the work for yourself. What I will do, though, is I'll give you some basic information, and you can go out and do it for yourself. And the most basic of information for slot machines is the must-hit buys. And you can go out there and find them for yourself. Now, some places have tons of them. Some places only have one or two of them. And a must-hit buy, obviously, is a slot machine that must hit by the time that the jackpot reaches a certain level. And then you need to calculate for yourself when it becomes profitable. Think about how much does a casino pay out? How often does the number go up? those type of things and do the calculations for yourself and make something happen because you made it happen not because it was handed to you so that when a new machine comes up you automatically know how to play it because you did the work yourself so if you want to be part of my group and you want to contribute and you want to get something back you need to show that you're contributing first before you start getting things now remember uh, listening to gambling with an edge and Bob Dancer saying that he's sick and tired of people just wanting a handout you know he would tell them to go out and even um, Richard Munchkin would do the same thing he would ask him a question what do you do with a seven against a two and if they didn't know how to deal with that then they don't know enough about what they're doing yet to get all these extra information tidbits and uh, Bob Dancer also, you know, you want to know what machine to play at what level, when it becomes profitable, and all these different things. I'm not going to give you all this information and give you all my time, dozens of hours or hundreds of hours, so that you can get something for nothing and not give me anything back. Now, if you find a machine or a game that's profitable in the area and you want information in exchange for it, I'm good with that. But this, this is not just about handing out information so I can have more people competing with me. And that goes for tables, that goes for 
pole carting, that goes for machines, that goes for sports, that goes for how to use a food coupon, anything that's out there, learn how to do it yourself. If you want to contribute something and you want to get something back, I don't have any problem with that and most APs don't have any problem with that. But for me to say, hey, you're in my local area, here's how you beat the casino and just go ahead and go in there and burn out the casino so I don't have an opportunity to do it, I'm not going to do it. So sorry to go on a rant today, but um, I just wanted to just explain that to everybody that this is a two-way street. It's not a one-way thing. You're not a little six-year-old who wants the TV turned to a certain channel because you're used to uh, always getting your way, but I want this, so give it to me. No, I'm sorry. I'm watching football right now, and you can't have that channel. You're going to have to do it for yourself. If you let me watch it, you know, I will, it's a two-way street, basically. So, anyway, today we're going to be going to probably only two places. I'm going to be playing some blackjack um, primarily, but doing some other small things and uh, heading over to the first spot right now. And as soon as uh, I'm done there, um, I'll get back with you and let you know how things are going. All right, guys, I'm back in the car. Uh, I was in there for a little over an hour, played blackjack for about 45 minutes, slots for about 15 minutes. Um, the problem today is it's Friday and people are leaving work early or not going to work today or whatever's going on but uh, it's pretty crowded already and uh, normally there's a second high limit table open by noon but it's not open and it's past noon right now so that is not good so i ended up playing a double deck that normally is not a very good game but i noticed when i was walking by that the person running the game the dealer I was cutting about 20 cards deep, so although it was only double 10 and 11, uh, it was worthwhile playing, and uh, I spread from $50 to $300 on that one, and um, had some big swings, but ended up ahead in the end. Um, my low point was minus $1,500. My high point was plus 400. I left ahead $400 in 45 minutes. And uh, I played some slots and I ended up ahead $92, I believe, on the slots. Um, so that was okay. Uh, but again, pretty slow uh, start. Not really much going on, not many opportunities. So I'm sitting in the car. I'm going to. Uh, go back and take another lap around, look at the machines again, and look at the blackjack again, and see what I can do, and I'll update you in a little bit. All right, guys, I'm back. Uh, walked back around again, and uh, blackjack was still loaded up, too busy to play, and uh, took around uh, to all the machines. Uh, found one machine that was kind of a higher variance machine, and uh, still won uh, $42, so nothing major there. And then went back to the blackjack tables again, and there was a guy that I know always goes broke there, um, and he was just getting up. Um, so I was patient there for a minute while he lost his last few bucks, and he got up, and then I sat down, and um, I played about 30 minutes, uh, spreading from $50 to $250, and um, 
I ended up leaving um, after I had a big shoe um, where um, I had raised and raised and raised at the end. And then the next shoe went immediately to like a negative 17 um, after less than one deck. So I um, got tons of small cards out. Um, I still won a few bucks on there and um, uh, decided with it being that low and me having just put out some bigger bets that it was a good idea to leave. Um, when the bets were high, I was breaking even, win one, lose one. So um, the higher bets were like just back and forth chopping between me and the dealer. So I ended up, um, again, about 30 minutes on that table, spreading from 50 to 250 left the table plus 400 the low for the session was minus 250 the high for the session was plus 450 um so you know it's been about a week now of this of just flat sessions uh nothing exciting going on but slowly chipping away slowly making money and really this is nothing to sneeze at here we made almost a thousand dollars today so um, it's not, it's not a bad session. Um, I am going to go ahead and, and go to one other place now that I'm running a little short on time, uh, grab some food, uh, go in there and then I may swing by another one after that, but it's kind of iffy. Uh, we'll see what happens. So I'll be back with you and update you as to what I do from here. All right, guys, went to another place and played for about really walked around for about an hour played for about less than half that time and had some negative variance and ended up plus $26 so um, again you know not a, a lot of money but I think for the day we're still up about $950 somewhere in there so you can see how it adds up and I was just talking to someone on the phone and if you're living in a place where they have four or five casinos and you're doing this and you're going through each of them and you're picking up a couple hundred dollars each and you can go through all four or five every day add it up and see how it can equal a lot of money so uh just look long term and uh, again as always i want to just remind you to do good things for people fill your head with good things be kind to people and don't worry what other people think about you don't worry how much it sucks in the moment, how hard it is in the moment, that you're going to have your ups and downs, you're going to have terrible things happen to you, you're going to have people tell you that you can't do it, that it's terrible, that you're addicted, that it's impossible, and you'll never succeed, and you're always going to be broke, and you got to get beyond all that, and be a bigger person, be a stronger person, and build yourself up, and it's one step at a time. And I tell my kids, you get just a little bit better every day. I don't care how small your improvement is every day. By the time you get older, when you, in two years, in five years, in ten years, you're going to be the best at whatever you're doing. Because while everyone else is partying and having a good time, you're out there working your ass off and you're getting better every day. So um, that's it for today. If you have any questions or comments, mwusa21 at gmail.com mwusa21 at gmail.com. I'll see you next time.